Mr. Cod. Come on, man. Yes, sir. Episode 73. The whole gang is back. We are here. And uh shit, we're you know, we left y'all off last episode talking about how um, you know, Paul is moving up into the uh upper echelon of society now, getting uh early access to movies and whatnot. But uh let's start off there with the review. What what do we think of uh the new Jurassic Park, Jurassic World? Right. Yeah, Jurassic World was dope, bro. It was dope. Um, I kind of like how they tied in uh the old cast with the new cast and uh you know the um the underlying plot is uh is important because it kind of highlights um you know some of the stuff that we face today like how, how people make decisions based off of their ideals and it affects everybody else you know what i'm saying versus doing what's right so i think that uh i think that um it's definitely worth a watch if i can give it out of five i'll give it four stars i'll give it a solid right. four yeah out of five they in the know. real world now like the dinosaurs running around the city and shit right exactly the dinosaurs okay. are kind of kind of integrated into our world and you know they um we, we we gotta live with that and uh i don't know about you but i ain't trying to have my slippers on taking some trash out and the t-rex is walking by i mean you know it's a little hectic but right, right. <laughs> but, they, uh, but they um yeah but they come up with some solutions man and like i said it's it's, it's worth to watch I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's like a young kids type of movie, but it's uh, definitely cool if you, you know, if they teenagers or, or older, you know what I mean? So right. it's all good. Yeah, not yeah. Bad, not bad. Hey, What's up, keeping, man? It, got... keeping it on uh, on TV, though. It's all good. We got a lot of... Squid Game. Squid Game, they uh, got the final or official announcement that, you know, we all knew season two is probably around the corner, but officially... Uh, you know, Netflix has uh, announced that uh, Squid Game season two is is underway, and not only that, but there is going to be an official reality show where they're giving away four point five six million or something like that. So, what do we think? Like, of course, I'm down. I like I like the season one of uh, of Squid Games, and 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 we was already like before before any news. I'm pretty sure everyone else already knew. Like, yo this is coming back. If it didn't, I'm pretty sure people would be cool as a standalone season, but that last, that last uh, scene, I'm pretty sure everyone knew that Daddy this is where yeah. we were going. But as far as this, this uh, reality show too, are they milking it? Is it too much? Should we stick to scripted? I mean, it, it, it kind of, you know, you, you want to build that fandom, I feel like. And so it's just right. like, I feel like that would be the most, you know, realistic thing to do is like, all right, let's bring it to the real world, but we're not going to kill everybody, you know, but it's still going to have that same effect. You know, people will probably, you have these mesh of people with different personalities, people teaming up, you know, it'll be a, it'll be a, you know, a, a different take to, you know, our already, already wild reality TV show world with fear factors and things like that already in existence. So it's just like, this will be a different take, you know, so something, something new, fresh, and, you know, it's just, like, it, it, it made sense, you know, like, eventually they would come out, because somebody was going to do it eventually, you know, so it's just, like, why not, you know, keep it within uh, the parent company? Shit, I love the Squid Games. Hey. That shit was dope. That shit was dope, and to be honest with you, I will participate. You know, if they're not killing people, they're just eliminating people, I, <laughs> why you know, not, right? I'll run it. <laughs> Hey, and I mean, like, so far, so far, um, Netflix has done well with reality programming. 
you know they've had what the circle and or the ring or, or something like that they've had the decision they've had they've had a few yeah, had uh, the, um that that you know that little uh stuff that sh- that uh that little rap show with chance the rapper cardi b right much, right um, right found uh d woods uh, d smoke and, yeah d smoke i'm talking yeah 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 d backwards right right but they doing well so smoke you feel me like right right but they doing all right they doing all right you got the you got the marvel shirt on man so where we at with um with moon knight and all that uh, so Moon Knight, wrapped up, Moon Knight wrapped up, you know, pretty much at the season finale, like at the end of May, pretty much mid-May. Right. Um, but, you know, they dropped the uh, the Miss Marvel series. Uh, right. The first episode of that, I think, last week. It was interesting. It was a, a different feel, um, you know, from every actual uh, Marvel uh, TV show that they've actually done. It's kind of more like a high school vibe but it's also like you get a it's like a pretty much an introduction to the character and how they going to utilize her in the, basically um, the character up. from uh doctor strange too right no uh, <laughs> she, she actually not no up. i know no, it's i know it's a different one but they yeah. when i saw it i was like oh this is the same vibe to me little disney yeah uh, it's kind of on the same kid vibe, show like, yeah. it's like she's a she's a teenager so you know she's pretty much part of the young avengers that'll actually right. if they actually form a young avengers right um, but it, it yeah, it kind of gives that vibe where it's like more kind of teeny teeny bop and all of that stuff. But it's just like it's still Marvel. Um, I'll probably watch it, but I'm like I'm pretty much focused on the Obi Wan series. You know, it was they got they got it busting. Obi Wan, I'm happy. Oh, I was just gonna ask. I was gonna I'm happy ask. I'm happy about that. that. Yeah, go ahead. A lot of uh, it's been a lot of up and down with the opinions I've heard from people. Some people really like it. Some people are. I mean, Prima I was, Prima I was a Darth Vader right. fan as a shorty, so you know this. You know they giving me all the Darth Vader, you know, scenes that I right. I, I, I love it. So right. you know, the last scene he was really just just a spoiler, but he was just dragging that man through fire with the force. I was just like, man, man is savage, man, he a savage, bro. Right. And you know what? Right. Think about think about the movies. <laughs> you, right, you see you see Darth Vader in the movies, but you don't really go in depth for like after he became yeah. Darth Vader, like what he yeah. really did and how he really, you know, commanded the universe after yeah, that. that. That man was a savage. Like yeah. he was going through door to door. When you got, hey, when you got other Sith Lords scared of you, you know. Yeah, that was <laughs> too powerful. Right. Yeah, you know. So now, yo, yeah. I, I I just finished. But also um, with, I was oh, gonna go say ahead, also yeah. with Marvel. Um, they did announce the Thunderbolts. Um. Yeah that's going to be in production now like they moving forward with that so i'm like that's really an interesting what's that take. give us so a background the thunderbolts is really pretty much like a team that's like almost like they like us us supervised by like betty ross the dude that's general ross in the mcu he he pretty much runs them like he's general thunder thunderbolt ross is his like title um but you know he passed away the actual dude that plays his character um, right. and so the team is just pretty much comprised of like motherfuckers that are like assassins motherfuckers that pretty much are you like black widow type of vibe you know like winter soldier like those are like the people that comprise of the thunderbolts pretty much not too many superpower motherfuckers but they do have superpower motherfuckers within them because they do have the red hulk um who actually is general ross um he's a part of that team but i don't think the red hulk will be in the series 
So I think they're going to use the Abomination, who is also a character that, you know, is Hulk from the Hulk series or Hulk, uh, you know, lore. Um, and so, like, it'll it, it'll be interesting what, what people they actually uh, comprise together because they did bring in U.S. agent um, in the Winter Soldier uh, Falcon series, and he's part of the um, Thunderbolts as well. So this is like Zemo um, as well. You know, it's just a lot of characters that they, you know, they introduced that they can put it together with this series, especially with the um, with the new Black Widow, um, Yelena. You know, she she's she could probably be part of this team. And people even speculate um, they could put Deadpool on this team, honestly. Okay. Which, which wouldn't be, which would be a great surprise. And I would love to see it happen. But I don't know. I don't think Ryan Reynolds would sign off on a, a whole series. A of, series. Right. Yeah, especially after they get ready to do Deadpool 3. Right, and you know what, Deadpool, especially his character is Deadpool. You, you kind of got to leave that alone right now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Marvel when they want to step into the rated R, you know, so it's just like I think Deadpool three is still going to be rated R, um, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Um, it'll be it'll be something to actually look at because I'm like, man, had they actually, I was feeling like had they actually made Multiverse of Madness rated R, it actually right. kind of hit differently, you know. Right, um, and so it's just like you know it gives them the aspect of like to test these things out because it's like they bring they bring it back Daredevil, um, and they are. You know, if you can't top that those fight scenes that Netflix made, I don't really want it. You know, like I don't. I'm like I'm, I'm happy to see it. And I'm glad that um, Charlie Cox is back, but um, if they can't, you know, type type that like. That first two seasons, him versus Punisher, and you know him just going them fight like I don't want no PG thirteen Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Definitely have to have something that really matches the actual story. Yeah. Um, grit and grind. But yo, uh, what I was gonna say earlier was that you know I finally finished uh, Stranger Things. Paul, you saw everything or not? Huh? You saw everything? Yeah. Nah, I, I haven't caught up. I haven't caught up. All right, so we won't go. We won't. We won't go crazy with the uh, with the spoilers yeah. or whatnot. But I, I did read uh, Gordo's theory. We might gotta. We might gotta link that down there for everybody to go look at, like outside of the episode and whatnot. But when you do finish it and you, and you read, give me, you read give, give me to the next thoughts. episode. Yeah, man. Hey, give me, give me, give me the next episode. <laughs> I think I think he cracked the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have broke it. I might have broke it. I was, I was speaking to somebody today, and I was just like, "Yo, you know, you watch, you watch Stranger Things. What did you think about it?" And they were kind of like, "You know what? I'm I'm a little lost right now, just because like, how many monsters do you have? Like, it's just a new monster. It's always going to be a new <laughs> villain." Yeah, and I was I like, I, "I see what you're thinking, but." You know, when you do read kind of this explanation that that Gordo got, it's more so like, oh, now I see it. Now I see why, why each of these steps kind of, kind of makes sense, sense and is going yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, like it, 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 it's crazy. Like I, I'm like, I'm so excited to see what they bring in in this next part in Volume Two. I'm just like, it, it they left us on the edge of their seats, honestly, with the first, with the end of the volume one. So it's just like, right. I had always speculated, like I was sitting there watching like, buddy, it was like, I kept, I, kept, I kept like reading a lot of different information and like they kept a lot of different characters, like 
they gave like little bios for each character, but they kept a lot of mm-hmm. different characters secretly. So I'm just like, man, something's up with this character. It got to be something really up with this. So I'm like, when it when they showed it, I'm like, it all made sense. And so I'm just like, me personally, I don't know if that's actually how they're going to end it, but it's just like, it seems like that's the vibe that they give it, you know, like, right. like, it's just like, once, like, once Paul said, once he finishes, we gonna have a whole episode where I'm just like, I'm gonna go crazy before volume two drops, especially because it's like, we got what, like, maybe two weeks until volume two drops. And hey, so, no right. spoilers, no, no spoilers, spoilers, but that last episode. They 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 started getting a little Dragon Ball Z on me. I said, "All right, I'll see you." Shout out Eleven. Hey, hey, I want hey, I want to backtrack real quick because I I had watched the Eternals right, right. and um, we was talking we were talking about Marvel. So they they said that um Thanos was an Eternal, right? His father was the son of Kronos, and I wanted to know if y'all saw that movie on uh on Disney. Yeah, I saw Eternals. Um, yeah, because they actually show uh Star Fox in there too, and he's like the brother of Thanos. Um, and so it's just like it's it, it's really interesting because it's just like they asked them why did y'all do anything and that's just really a real a really crazy question when they was like yeah we truly can't interfere with any anything that doesn't have to do with our mission and so yeah. that was really interesting like you know situation because like then you figure out that they kind of like artificially created superheroes in the sense of it's interesting on how that whole storyline goes. But they also be like a lot of like they also like they actually even just going back to that, just like um they tried to say that, you know, even in the Ten Rings that was tied to um the Eternals as well. And then apparently like I'm I'm speculating that, you know, um that in Miss Marvel, the 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 bracelet that's kind of giving her these superpowers that's kind of connected to this real in a sense like it's kind of more of a um something like an internal like body armor or some type of gear that they used to have so i'm just um it's i feel like they're they're wrapping their turtles around um pretty much um a lot because like they're like even in the post-credit scenes of the turtles they introduced like the black knight I mean, is it the Black Knight or the Green Knight? I can't. Yeah, remember. Black Black Knight. It's a uh, Icarus. It's uh, a yeah. Athena. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they introduced uh, Keith Harrington's character. He's going to be the Black Knight, and you know he's going to basically team up with potentially Blade because they have Blade talking in that post credit scene with him. And it's, right. It's, it's it's just like it's crazy how like you know Marvel kind of ties everything together, where like they introduce other characters through other movies and things like that so it's just like i don't know like internals too like i feel like a lot of people didn't really like it too much but i feel like it was a different you know a different vibe from normal marvel movies because i'm like you can't get the same avengers movie every time you know like you can't you can't give everybody the avengers vibe you know and i feel like that's what marvel is really kind of expanding across with you know you know the the Superhero is the genre, but there's like sub genres and things within that, you know, the movie as well. Nah, bro, I, I like it. And I'm gonna tell you why, man, because uh Miss Miss Marvel, well, yeah, she said it, she said it in one of her other movies. She said, Man, Earth is just one planet. She said, I got a thousand planets to look after. You know what I'm saying? She said, I got millions of planets to look after, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, when uh when they were talking about um uh I think it was uh Infinity War, right? Or um the second one and um she was uh, she was patrolling around the universe and they were just worried about what earth bring people back for earth but every, you know half of the half of uh 
population of every planet was gone. And I think that, you know, a lot of people they don't think about that. They just concentrate on the characters that they know. And, you know, they don't realize that this universe is bigger than, you know what I'm saying? It's I mean, even in that sense, because it might, it might, you got to think about it like this. And overall, what they did was un, they undid whatever Thanos did ultimately. So regardless of whether they was, the mission was to save the people of Earth over in small spectrum, but they really saved the whole universe in, in larger, larger scale. Like but what I'm saying is, is that that's why the Eternals, uh, that's why Eternals tie into this shit because they they're they're kind of on the bigger spectrum. You know what I'm saying? They've been to different worlds yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the universe. But I'm like, even they shit ain't even got nothing to do with Thanos or anybody. Like they shit on a whole different, you know, they yeah, shit they on they shit on a whole different level with the creation of like the the Marvel universe in itself. You know, so what they dealing with is just even like it's even bigger grand scheme because I feel That's like with, I feel like even with they shit is just like the Eternals pretty much open up the door to you know pretty much give us to reasons why secret wars is gonna happen or reason why we gonna have um um you know Marvel Fantastic Four and shit like that because we gotta introduce characters like Galacticus now. You feel me like we right. opened the door to you know these um I forgot what they called the, the watcher. Um, yeah, not even the watcher, the dude that pretty much created the Eternals, what the fuck he's called. I can't remember what they call, but those oh, no. dudes, those beings are even cosmic in within themselves. But Marvel's been leaving breadcrumbs for their introduction through other movies and TV shows. Like the dude that created the Eternals, he's rivaled with um, the Living Tribu Tribunal. And we kind of see him in the Loki TV. We see a statue of him in the Loki TV show. And I think he shows up in the actual um, multiverse of madness. So it's just like they, they're they leaving the breadcrumbs to introduce these overall bigger scale characters that's like pretty much shaping the MCU as we see it. Cause like, think about it, Kane the Conqueror. Like he's even, he's bigger than pretty much all of them, you know, like, overall spectrum like he's bigger than all the things that's going on right now and they don't even know that yet you know so it's just like it's it's crazy how they just introduce these you know these characters and you know like you say they open like really like you say like after introducing captain marvel they open up this gateway to introduce all these bigger characters in this wider spectrum of the uh, multi multiverse in the marvel, marvel universe shit because even now we like we're pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure we're getting a nova a nova series which is pretty much the dude that runs the like he's part of the nova corpse but he's also like a big known superhero within the marvel universe right and so that's gonna be that's gonna be dope as fuck to see as well uh -huh. so what's yeah. going on with, uh what's going on with morbius because there's a lot of people out there i don't know if they troll him but it's like it's petitions talking about bring it back to theaters. We didn't see it the first time, and I think they they are bringing it back to theaters. I ain't gonna we lie. are bringing it back to theaters. Yeah. And then and then they spoke to Jared Leto, and they were like, "Would you ever return as Morbius?" And he talking about never say never. I'm like, yo, I, I really thought this movie. I thought we had agreed that this movie wasn't it, but apparently there's some fans, and I don't know if this is no, like a, a um, meme thing that's it, going on, but. I don't know. Like, the thing is, it, it seemed like it was a it was a troll thing, you know. Like, we really love this movie, and then Sony seen to run with it. So, uh, under my from under my understanding, Morbius Two is actually in works and going to be done. 
Right. Um, so it's just like me personally, like shit, it already, it, it's already, it looked ass, it was already ass. So it's just like, you can't get any worse with the second one. So it's just like, if, if people going to go out and see it, might as well, you know, like, what is it going to really, who is it really going to hurt shit other than Sony? It's just like shit. I, I feel like, like I said, I felt like a lot of people were trolling and, and Sony thought it was serious. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, let's put it back in theaters and that's green light number two. Hey. So I, was, I think that, that's the situation that kind of occurred. So everybody's now like, no, we were joking. Like, don't do that. Like, but some people actually did enjoy the movie. I didn't, I didn't go to see it because it really looked bad and the reviews were really horrible. Yeah. Um, so well, I'm see, like, that's the thing, though. Like, what are people? What are people expecting? You know, they they're introducing the character that, and Morbius isn't like a traditional superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, Morbius they, is not really a superhero at all, and honestly, like he's always been a villain, yeah. Spider-Man. You know, so it's just like I've never looked at him as a as a superhero or any anti-hero in this sense. You know, so it's just like you know the way they introduce characters now is like they kind of recreate their own origin so it's just like me personally like you can't really take it as a as an exact copy of anything anymore so it's just like i don't know i it's just like i would have to really watch and see the movie but it's just like they kind of tie it into a lot of shit that's going on and i just feel like that's where you know probably the mistakes happen or right. that, that inconsistencies happen you know because it's like you want to have him in this universe with Spider-Man that already exists and his villains and pretty much introduce him as a potential villain to Spider-Man. But it's just like, you know, you have to do that groundwork correctly. And I feel like that's where Morbius kind of like probably hit it, 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 missed that. And a lot of fans are like, yeah, this shit is ass. So right. um, <clears throat> I don't know, like I say, like, I don't know what the two would be about. It's just like, cause it's just like, it's not like he's Venom, you know? It's Morbius, you know, so it's just like eventually you want to see him fight Spider-Man, you know, so it's just like unless you're going to have him go against Blade or somebody, but it's just like even then, Blade is not even being introduced that way. So right. he's uh, enemy of Blade and Blade, Spider-Man and Ghost Rider. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I don't know, like, I don't know exactly what they planning on doing with two. I even heard bad things about Joker 2 coming out, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Bad like, things? Like yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, they said that Gaga was going to play uh, Harley Quinn. Is that, a, is that a bad thing? They told me it's supposed to be a musical. I mean, not, not was a that real, or, or was that a joke? I don't know. I mean, I know, I know Lady Gaga, she's the type to be in musicals, but just because they cast her, I don't know if that means... It's a musical. I saw some people joke like that, but please say it ain't so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, the last movie she was in, she did good. And that right. was that uh that was uh with uh what's my man name? Uh, shit. My thing is like, yeah, we we know we know that buddy, you know, we we know that buddy does the whole uh what's it called? The um you know, the singing and dancing down the steps, but let's not do too much you know let's let's not <laughs> let's not take that take that into uh, that serious consideration right right that's the movie Joker a star is born i feel like they be trying right. to give too much fan service to shit now that's what i right. really feel like 
like as a creator i feel like you have to be like once you create something really good people be like yeah you should do this for next time and then people be like really reading that shit and the writers really be going to write that shit into the fucking story like it'd be really weird as fuck so it's just like i don't know like as writers and creators like at this point y'all need to buckle down and be like i'm sticking to my story and if the editor or the people that's like backing the shit wants me to change some stuff, then yeah, but I'm not really giving any fan service unless it's like me personally, if I was a Marvel, like if I was to create a Marvel movie, yeah, I would want to give motherfuckers all the fan service in the world, but I can't do that personally if I want to create something right. that's really It's like unique, the know? fans is, is messing with the algorithm. Yeah, right. Because I'm seeing, I'm seeing on a lot of uh, unworthy sources that it's saying it's a musical sequel. Yeah, I'm like, but then, but then, I, but then I I'm saying, I didn't even know Lady on some other shit that they're saying. Uh, I don't even know what's going on with right. you at this point. Um, but you know, so switching, like switching, uh, switching gears real quick. You know, we spoke about we we actually theorized about Game Three last episode. Um. This episode sitting down, game four has already happened. Two two series. You said no. and five? Yeah, five happened last night. Okay, okay. Should should well. I thought see, I thought game five happened because I was I was in the I was in the court talking about yo uh uh Warriors up three two, Warriors up three two. And then I go and search the finals on Google just to be sure, and this shit's still saying, okay, never mind. I'm looking at one no. game that says 2-2, two, two, but all right. So game five, 3-2. It is 3-2. Warriors yeah. are up. So uh, what are we thinking? Uh, next game is is on Thursday when this episode actually drops. So you know, we're kind of speculating. Yeah. yeah, we're speculating about game six again. But Warriors, um, I feel like Warriors going to bring it in. I, I yeah. don't feel like they got to. I don't, I don't think they want a chance bringing it back to uh, the Bay Area. So they just gonna bring niggas the trophy home and you know get the parade ready to get the parade. Right. So, <laughs> I, I, that's how I feel. About so Warriors, it. Warriors is gonna wrap this up. Yeah, it's gonna be a wrap up. You know, yeah, you gave Celtics a little hope. He, he, I said Warriors in five originally. You know, so right. I'm like shit. It took them an extra game because Boston kind of came out, you know, right. revved up. You know, they was revved up, and it seems like they had lost their engine, and you know, they don't know what they're doing no more. It's, they looking confused as hell out there. Jason Tatum really getting locked down. Um, you know, but like I say, Jalen Brown wasn't gonna be enough to save him. You know, that's what I always right. say. And then Marcus Smart just out there doing whatever the fuck Marcus Smart do. Warriors um, had yeah. to make uh what what did Warriors have to have to do to kind of turn this thing around? I mean, proper adjustments. Steve Kerr made the adjustments, made lineup adjustments. You know, the last last game five, I don't even think Looney started. I think he came off the bench. Um, I think they went in small ball. Um, kind of small the first uh, first the first quarter with the starting lineup and then you know Gary Payton Jr. came back you know he made he kind of making uh, you know his defense and you know uh, the extra shots that he's putting up you know helped him a lot and then you know Steph Curry just being Steph Curry shit the man was I think when he came in the game five he was averaging 34 points per game um, almost 50 percent at three point you know that that's that's, I mean, shit, every game, even though they were somewhere were blowout shit, you know, if he were, he got hot earlier, the other team, teammates consistently were playing like they are doing now, like with Wiggins and Clay Thompson and uh, Poole, like I said, they had to get their feet under them, you know, a little bit, and they just splashing now, so it's just like. Uh-huh. Yeah, Clay Thompson, Poole stepping up, 
they coming together, man. And, yeah. and, I, and but you know what? I'm gonna, I gotta yeah. talk about this, bro. Draymond, dude, just he just be blowing me during the whole game. You know what I'm saying? He's I mean, but it's like you gotta have a motherfucker like Draymond because it's like shit. It's just like at this point, it's just like. He equivalent to a modern day motherfucking Dennis Robin, in my opinion. Shit, he just ain't doing the party. Mm. It's like shit. It's just like you gotta have a motherfucker that's getting out the motherfucking skin, like Pat Beverly. Like you, he's like I, these, like him and Pat Beverly are indispensable because at the end of the day, they gonna go and give you work on the both ends of the floor. You feel me? They giving hundred and ten percent. It's like yeah, Draymond not a motherfucking killer, but he getting it. It's like shit. Yesterday when he told Tatum, "You ain't putting up a practice shot, a shot, or whatever," he made sure a motherfucker wasn't putting up a shot, and I fuck with that. You feel me? Yeah, I hear. I was talking with the Spurs for a minute though. Go sit on the bench. As I said, I got a different type of thing on basketball. That like that gets in the motherfucker's skin. Like he like he made that man walk to the bench with the fucking ball. You feel me? It, de- it depend on who it, de- it depend on who you playing too, because because yeah. motherfucker, motherfucking uh, James Harden do the same thing. He wasn't getting under nobody's skin. He's you feel you know, me? losing. You feel <laughs> me? That's what I'm saying. It's like shit. It's just like think about it. Like it, it, niggas like LeBron want to talk about being the go, but that shit be bothering his ass out there with Draymond on his ass like that. G, like right. that shit. Like motherfuckers ain't G. I fuck with that. You feel me? He may not like he may have not been contributing the way he needs to in, in, in a lot of people's eyes, but shit, it's still the small things that that man does. That shit, that shit helping their ass. Little do, little do we know, shit. Say like, Poole and Clay and Curry got to start uh, keep taking off because uh, I don't want Boston to have another game where Tatum and Al Horford in particular is on because can't nobody stick I mean, with Wake to step into the chat, you feel hey, me? Hey, shit. Wiggins definitely doing his thing. That man, hey, Wiggins is, hey, I didn't know he was a double-double man, you feel me? Right. I, I, I always think, I, when he came into the league, motherfucker. He said a double-double man. But, hey, that man. <laughs> hey, hey. Fact though, fact though. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? It's a lifestyle. Double-double man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, fact though. Hey, they they put a tweet of Jason Tatum's up there like motherfucker Tatum here said Wiggins ain't better than Jabari Parker or some shit, mm. but he's killing your ass right now. Fucking right, smoke, right, smoking right, your right. ass. Right. Hey, he's killing your ass. Because I'm like, boy, y'all go out. Hey, t- hey, Wiggins go out with another bank of game shit. Wiggins gonna be uh <laughs> One of those niggas, and you not. <laughs> and right, right. Hey, man, right, motherfuckers shit. better. And see, that's my thing, bro. Like, when I used to watch the Spurs, right, because I was a huge Spurs fan. Tim Duncan was my favorite player. When I used to watch the Spurs, everybody used to hate on the Spurs and talk crazy to the Spurs. But I'm like, the, the Spurs don't talk no shit, and they going to beat the shit out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't you up, because they right. – no, Fundamentals. Fundamentals, fundamentals. Big fundamental. <laughs> Big fundamental. And, and he just look at you. He from the Canary Islands and shit. He just look at you. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, take this hook shot. Take this hook shot. <laughs> so, so Paul, where you think? Uh, my bad. I was gonna say, where you think Game Six going? Man, I I can't. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I want to say Golden State, but I can't call it right now, man. Because I'm I'm gonna put like this: the universe, the universe knows that a Game Seven is gonna make them some money. <laughs> you know, you know Adam Silver out there want that, yeah. You know he pep talking. So. You know he yeah. pep talking right now. Right now, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, it's gonna seem like a safe answer, but don't be don't be surprised with either outcome, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. If, if, exactly. if the Warriors want to wrap it up, 
Hey, Curry right. ain't hit a three last game. Right. And right. I'm speculating uh, that boy's going to come out and hit damn near 10 or more of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. he's going to solidify that finals MVP. And that boy is drinking a protein shake in the ice bath right now as we Going speak. He coming. He's getting out of shots mentally. <laughs> coming. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, he didn't hit a three. He ended, I'm like, he, I think he had like 16 points last game, five, you know, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a big game from game six. We always talk about game six, Clay, but it's going to be a big game six curry up in this motherfucker. Yeah. I feel like this, bro. If Boston win, if Boston win this next game, my money's on Golden State game seven, period. Hey. <laughs> I don't think it's going to game seven. You don't think so? I always said them in five, but I'm like, they doing it in six. Hey, we both said them in five. I'm going to take it with you. We both said it in five. If if they go to game seven, like you said, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money involved. But I'm like, they have it on home court. But I'm like, me personally, I wouldn't even give them niggas the breath of thinking of it at all. At at this point, I'm in that bitch like some MJ shit. If you got a a chance to wrap it up, wrap it up. You, you know what? Up. And they, they, they playing at Boston right next. They at Boston next game, right? And you know it's crazy. You know it's crazy. The fans are gonna be loud. They're gonna be disrespectful. Draymond yeah. got to play with uh, earbuds or something. Imagine so. shutting them up at home on eight. That's court. what I'm saying. They gonna be right. salty. Juneteenth. All the Boston fans. <laughs> they gonna be salty. Hey, but you know I get a boss. I get Boston. They props, man. They got a good team built from the right. ground up. You know them boys yeah, been playing together. So yeah, they definitely. They definitely built them from the ground up, and you know you could you commend them because it's like shit. You know, honestly, they would have got there earlier had LeBron not still being in the uh, in the East. You know, but it's just like shit. Things work out how they work out. You know, yeah, so it's like it, if they win or lose, you know, it's just like this is a season to build upon. You know, like they can, you know, get some few extra pieces or you know get a you know lock lock in. You know, and and get right. back to ne- like get back. You know, so it's just like. I don't see shit. I don't really see anything happening in the in the uh, East that's gonna be too crazy. Cause like shit, we potentially might resign Zach Levine. We might not. Um, Facts. You know, so you know, shit, you I might, hope be, so. looking, you I might hope be looking so. differently. Next year, <laughs> I hope know. so, man. Hey, don't tell me, man. man. Hey, he's, he's not, good. He's, he's not resigning. I read huh? um, <laughs> that they might do a five year, uh, two hundred mil. That fool. But I'm like, I don't know if he worth 200 mil, you know. Me personally, I try to get his ass for four for 200 and 220. <laughs> like, fuck it. But, you know, that's me. Uh, but I don't know. It's like shit. Like I say, the Celtics can definitely make it back here next year. You know, the only people they got to worry about. Because we don't even know what Brooklyn's going to look like next year. You know, there's speculation. Right. Like they might not get Kyrie back, you know. You know, so they could... Celtics and Kyrie might come back together. You feel me? We don't know what's gonna happen on this offseason shit. It's gonna be a right. lot of it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot of a lot of play and a lot of state. You feel me? So it's just like hopefully the Bulls do something beautiful, you know, like they've been doing some good things in the off this last past right. offseason. Yeah, man. Hey, sticking with sports, what the Sox looking like. I know you said the game was just on. Yeah, man. I was watching it playing Detroit. They playing Detroit, man. We got a win yesterday and we up right now. Was this preseason? No, nah, it's, 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 it's regular season. It's regular, season. regular season. Okay, shit. Yeah, baseball, yeah. Baseball, man. It's, uh, it's been, <laughs> hey, baseball, bro. It's, it's, it's been a long, long season. I know that. 
160 something games yeah. and uh you know and they just rocking bro they just rocking double headers and back-to-back get days and you know shit people get injured and people come back and some people ain't pitching like they're supposed to and you know it's just it's just a lot it's a roller coaster but Man, you know what? To be honest with you, at this point, I'm just happy we got sports and shit back because 2020 showed us anything is be appreciative of all this stuff that we're talking about. So, so I, I, I'll be I'll be watching uh, sports with a grain of salt. And as you guys know, I'm here in Denver, uh, the Avalanche uh, going to the Stanley Cup. So they playing uh they playing oh, right. tomorrow. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. they playing, they playing tomorrow. Um, Avalanche versus uh who beat them? Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. So we playing uh we playing Tampa Bay tomorrow for game one. So hockey is uh you know, I fuck with hockey. Fast pace. I used to fuck with hockey a little bit, especially when the Black Hawks was in their reign. Right, right. And that's why I fuck with hockey, because I watch the Hawks yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's definitely it's definitely changed up. Um, I definitely enjoy it. It's aggressive, you know, so it's just like you got to – it's just like – it's one of those games, like – it's kind of like soccer in a sense where it's like you don't score – it ain't really that high scoring, but it's just like when they do score, teams going back and forth, it's really a good competitive sport. Yeah, and name another sport where they can legally throw hands and you just get sat down in a box for like two minutes, and yeah. that's it. Nobody gets right. suspended. Nobody right. gets suspended, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you got a problem, drop the gloves, throw off the little hat. <laughs> real, you know. real, 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 real. No technical. Shit. What was what was the last the last good fight? Um, was it uh the Toronto Blue Jays versus uh, was it uh, the Cardinals or something like that? The last big fight yeah, in baseball. baseball. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I remember, know. I remember Joe Budden had used had used one of those covers for when he dissed Drake, and I think that was the last like big like. Yeah, my man from the Blue Fight. Jays got punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead, dead in his shit, like a good clean. Yeah, he got whacked. Yeah, it wasn't just a <laughs> scuffle. <laughs> it was right. like, he oh, he whacked. connected, he connected. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, nah, staying on sports, I, I finished that uh, I finished that new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle, on Netflix. Um, I like it's it. about It's about him as a coach. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I ain't got to, I ain't really got to you know, break it down for y'all, but for anybody out there who doesn't know, uh, Adam Sandler, he's a coach. Um, he works with the Sixers and, you know, he's trying to recruit this player from Spain and, you know, it just shows the trials and tribulations. It's kind of similar to Boogie. If anybody saw that movie with pop smoke, Mm -hmm. um, in that movie, I mean, it's kind of different, but it's, it's kind of similar as well. Cause in, in Boogie, you know, you have this Asian American, um, athlete so you kind of have the the foreigner aspect but you have this asian american athlete who you know is playing basketball as well trying to prove himself um you know trying to get acclimated to the uh game and whatnot and then you you kind of have this pop smoke or antagonist figure on the court who they kind of have to like get past and things like that but i like the movie did y'all see it yeah I yeah yeah it was good had a lot of real NBA players in there. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess LeBron was involved. So and it was um, in uh, it was in Philly. So they played a lot of Philly artists. I like that a lot. Right, right. Music wise, yes sir, yes sir. So I, I heard some Beanie Siegel. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing. Like you know, yeah, with, with Uncut Gems, a lot of people liked Uncut Gems. A lot of people didn't like Uncut Gems. Um, for the fact that it was you know real fast paced, the camera movement was was you know never never like 
kind of calm and you know could have made you uneasy and things like that um but i felt like this movie gave those critics of uncut gems a little something right because it's adam sandler back in a serious role which he does well on it had that type of gritty camera work but it was probably a little bit easier to follow the cuts the editing was a little bit less fast-paced and things like that so yeah. i don't yeah, know I if it's playing in theaters yeah no, nah, it's not right. playing at theaters. Uh, it's on. You could check it out on uh, Netflix. But right. I think that um, I think that Adam Sandler, man, he's getting into these more serious roles. If you guys have noticed, he's picking up these right. these, these big scripts. And, um, even even right. yeah, and even uh, uncut gems, man. Like I'm happy you mentioned that because a lot of people, some people didn't like it, right? But yeah. I mean, but I mean, we us we from the city, exactly. So you, so you, know, you know how so, I go. So you know, uncut gems like. Like it, it depends on who's watching it, because to me it was perfect. He's a hustler. Exactly. He's a hustler. He's running yeah. around. He's he's gambling. Right. He's gambling. He got this going. He got that going. Like, oh, I gotta be able to make this move. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be over here. Like that's literally how it feels. That's literally how it feels when you're in the city and, and you, you got business going on and you're hustling and shit. So you know, some people who can't relate to that, they're like, oh my god. Gee, it was crazy. I watched that <laughs> in the theater, and I remember being in the theater like. Oh, this is you oh, know what I mean oh, because man. you because like right. we understand it and and on top of that I feel like just being a little younger and of course a twenty four I feel like it kind of speaks to speaks to us a little bit more a younger a younger crowd and 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 especially in that movie you had the weekend and stuff like that so especially for like hip hop audiences it was like yo this is dope but I remember hearing like vocally in the theater someone was like. Oh my god what is this it's it's too much i'm like oh my oh, god man. but yeah. um no nah, i mean shout out shout out adam, adam sandler you know yeah, one last uh one last um observation i had about the movie was that this was under his happy madison um yeah, imprint madison, and yeah. or happy gilmore uh however it is uh imprint and whatnot and one thing that adam's always said was that he likes to pick his movies to film in a spot that could give him a vacation right so right. like for a while that whole stretch of movies that you know people were saying that he was coasting or that kind of gave him the the moniker kind of gave him that um that viewpoint of of not being a serious actor or just being a comedy guy mm -hmm. just kind of like shoving things out all those movies he was doing them in locations and if you peeped all those movies would be in like Hawaii, so like Korea, Hawaii, you know, so he game in the system oh. back then. But I honestly don't feel like he stopped because he's a, a basketball fan off the court, off, you know, screen. He's a real basketball fan for real. So yeah. so to me, I was like, look at you, bro. Like you got LeBron, you got you got, you know, you're, you're carrying it on this like serious Mark, Mark role. Cuban. Yeah. Right. You got you got all the good names in there. You carrying on the serious role to be on some like. You know, if this gets some awards, hey, like, you know, you're, you're moving in that direction that you want to. But for a basketball fan to be like, nah, we going to be here like this man has access to the Sixers uh, office and things that like cool. that. He can yeah, he can cool. walk through all that on the guys of this is a movie. He can right. dap all the players now. He's right. probably dapping LeBron. I'm like, yo, Adam like, Sandler's like, man. Like, Adam Sandler's probably been plugged with them for a while, a little bit. You exactly. Know, kind of balls, you know, and they probably, I remember Shaq kind of mentioned, you know, hooping with Adam Sandler. So it was like, 
it kind of brings that friendship into play. You know, you kind of right. utilize that, you know, so it's like you, you basically get off. paid to do what you love. Of course, yeah, you love yeah. acting, but now you get to put your, you know, your, uh, your you know, your your big hobby or your second love in their basketball. Course, yeah. right. And then really get, like you said, he probably been tapped in with these guys forever, but now it's like, hey, this is where I'm going every day for at least a, a month or two. <laughs> like, oh, ain't, no you know what, he, ain't nothing better. And you could tell he a real fan because he even had uh, this guy I've been following on Instagram for a while, James Goldstein. You probably right. see him all the time. Right. You probably see him all the time, but he an older dude. He an architect. He like a fashion dude. And he he's always courtside at most of the uh, high, you know, the, yeah, most of the high end basketball games. Yeah. Yeah, yep, he was in the movie. So I mean, okay. he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, real, he's tapped real in. Players. Yeah, yeah. Hey, in. I want to ask: did, did any of y'all train like uh, like Sandler and in the and the recruit that he had, like with the car running behind, with the car driving behind you? I was like, yo, this is nah, serious. Nah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, shit. Even well, conditioning, we did a lot of running. You know, right? Like I remember when conditioning came up, we would be running from the lake to the lake and then we would run on the beach all type of shit you know and then like sometimes with even my younger days we would just run around the neighborhood like making really big long like laps like these not no baby laps you know trying to build up that endurance and that you know like cardio because that's really what you know makes or breaks a player I feel like in the NBA is just like how fat if you can play 43 minutes you can that that's that's a blessing you know but yeah. even doing at that level it's really hard you feel me yeah and um, getting your body used to to running yeah. that long bro because yeah, that, so, that, that's the biggest thing is injuries right it's yeah. the biggest thing is injuries so you gotta you gotta practice and, and put your body you know condition your body to be able to take that pound in so that you don't injure yourself so a, a tall guy like that guy in the movie, like he's a tall, lanky dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he 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 stepped the wrong way. Or, or how many of these people, you know, I don't want to bring up no names, but how many of these, you know, big names we know got knee problems? You know what I'm saying? Got, you yeah, know. So it's just like, yeah, you know, you got to be conditioned, and you know, it's just like it's 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 all about. Hey, we was talking about that last time, yeah, last so episode for real. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like, yeah, because it's like you got to have your fundamentals. You know, you got to work on your fundamentals and the stuff that you need to work on within your game, but you also have to work on your body as well, so it can match your game and be able to do the things that you want to do. Hey, and another like, funny, another funny thing about about this uh, this movie was, uh, you know you know minor minor spoiler alert it's not anything that affects the story but they showed they showed adam you know taking around this uh foreign player and things like that and he actually um took him to see the professor if anybody's tapped in with and one street yeah. ball and professor was giving him right. some some uh tips on you know ball handling and things like that you know what i mean so like it was cool to see that because like hey at least it shows that yeah, that the nostalgia, but it also shows that hey, there is some value in street ball at the NBA level. Because yeah, you remember back then cool. it was always like, Oh, that you know, can can this even be done in a game and things like that? And the only time you'd see that would be in maybe like an all-star game or something like that, you know, alley oops and things like that. So when when you see this, it was like, okay, like this is kind of giving me an idea on how these things can be applied to like a professional game where, yeah, where you're, you're not really going full Harlem Globetrotter or anything, but you yeah, are using no, I, some of that flair to like get around people. And it's kind of showing him like, Hey, you might be, 
you know, foreign, but this might be, you know, a little things that the guys here in America do, you know, let, let right. me give you a little flair, yeah, which yo, in I real life, like, yo, anytime you see, say, I feel like, you know, street ball definitely has yeah. influence and, and even, you know, with a one mixtape coming, doing what they right. did and make tours, you know, they, they still had an influence on players within the league, you know, like right. think about it, like the stuff that we were seeing at dunk contest and things of that nature and how, yeah. and how, and how guys was like, even with handles like shit, Kyrie, you know, like they handle work, you know, like those guys, like, the, like they definitely had influence right. from, street, from street ball. <laughs> and then, like, I think about like, this: anytime, anytime somebody mentions, like, um, is it the Grizzlies? Is it the Grizzlies? That's the um, that's the team where Buddy from um, Shark Tank, Buddy from Shark Tank, owns the Grizzlies, right? Uh, Mark Cuban, you talking about uh, Mavericks, right? Right, okay, Mavs, my bad, Mavericks. So, like, think about like the Mavs, Mavericks, right? I feel like in past years, anytime that they got complimented, it would be like, you know, because they've, I feel like, I feel like that team has has invested in a lot of foreign players and things like that. And Mark Mark Cuban himself has said, right, Cuban himself had said something about there's a different, um, he was trying to big up foreign players, talking about how there's a different, um, dedication or a different focus talking about like how we were saying with with the conditioning how maybe a lot of american players got their focus in a lot of ways you know they they might want to be celebrities they might might want to do this do this do this and and he was bigging up foreign players and then you you know you kind of you kind of put it in this light where you expect foreign players to be all about the fundamentals you know like you expect them to be like that if you if you look at them they kind of are though because if you see what Jokic does it's just like he can do pretty much everything, right. but he's just a big body, you know. So it's just like right. he if, if he was in a LeBron's body or a LeBron size or something like that, his game would be totally different and how he dominates the game would be totally different. You feel me? But it's just like 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 he said, like he's not trying to like but like he said, he's not trying to be the best guy out there that's trying to be super athletic he's just trying to you know do what it takes for his team to win and if you want to win you pretty much want to do something that's pretty much fundamentally across every board you feel me like oh that's why i say draymond green has a very high like regardless of how people say draymond plays and does he has a high value because he can do everything across the board fundamentally you know and it's just like i say you know fundamentals eventually beat skill because think look at tim duncan you know he wasn't the most athletic but he had fundamentals down to a t a t he mastered like he was cooking motherfuckers like cooking them fundamentals got you out there i feel like almost on the tortoise and the hare right right you can be you can be fast and you can almost tie yourself out you can be doing a million spins and dribbles, but you know, you just focus on let me let me do this, let me set up hey. my shot, plant my feet. Um, but Let's I kind of I kind of like I kind of like the the like how he you know basically just to summarize, I like how he how he was like, okay, yeah, you are a you are a foreign player, and they did have him on that fundamentals in the movie as well. 
but it showed like, hey, you can you can learn something. You can get a little yeah. a little flair, a little swag. Hey, you brought the Mavericks for example. You know, hold on, you bought. Hold on, hold on. still he, something that Americans bring to the game. You know, he bought up Mavericks. He bought up the Mavericks. Luka Doncic, Doncic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah. he 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 top he top five, top, arguably top five, top ten for sure. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. And he play, he played for, he played for the Mavericks. So it's like mm-hmm. you know his his. His technique isn't wrong. Shit, he you know right. he's a player right. like Luca. It's like you know right. shit, but you know, and like you said, he he was about to bring it up. Giannis, come on, he's a foreign yeah. player. He's a brother. Giannis added a lot of flair to his game. Like shit, the way he dominates now, I wasn't uh-huh. did not see that coming. Like, yeah, I was like, bro, like because think about it, shit. You ain't never really seen a dominant foreign player like even with Dirk Nowitzki. He just like they all seem to have a finesse to the game. You feel me? Right. But Giannis took that to a whole nother level with just domination over motherfuckers. He dunking, he's screaming, he, he getting animated. Right. Really like, yeah, it's just crazy. He's shooting. Like, he even talking a little shit, you know? You right. Get... <laughs> he just came over here and got better. So Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So that's really pretty much what they should do, you know, like, you know, take, give and take. Because, like, a lot of them still play for their national teams back home. Right, because like they still be balling with they guys and they in a different league, so it's like shit. They be dominating. You feel me? Because they got a lot of different skill sets and they still because a lot of shit. Think about it. Euro step. You know that's your a European the Euro step. Shit, Dirk's one leg fatal. Ginobili, Manu yeah. Ginobili. We brought up the Spurs. Yeah, that. Yeah, come on now. Like that's that's European move. Foreign players doing that shit. You feel me? So it's like it's a lot of shit that. You know they learning over there and bringing here. You feel me? And, and motherfuckers with. So it's just like it's it's a definitely a a decent game, shit. Because I was just watching one dude pretty much hit all his fucking jump shots off of one leg. I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that? Right. He ain't even setting his shit. You feel me? He and that bitch off one leg. Um, what the fuck? Watch and yeah. see. A lot of people gonna start doing that shit because I'm like, shit. Even James Harden started doing that one leg jump shot. It was a kind of a thing he was doing. You feel me? So it's like they take. Motherfuckers, it's a it's a back and forth, you know. Yeah, right, man. right. A little give and take out there. Yeah, yeah a little diversity. But, right, right. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. Uh, one, you know, one last story that I definitely wanted to bring up. Um, Kanye West, he made his uh, return to Twitter or his right. return to Instagram. His return right. to Instagram. So you know, for a while, anything you saw on his Instagram was probably from his team. Uh, but the other day, he said, "This is yay." And he went on his his typical um, no punctuation rant. So, you know, you'd have to figure out where the sentence starts and ends. But um, I don't know if y'all saw I don't know if y'all saw the new Adidas slides out there. They look kind of like eight bit slides or Minecraft. Yeah, slides. Or yeah, they yeah, look yeah. dope as hell. Like I was going to. They do some. look dope. I was. And, it. I was um, like, they, they different to me. I felt. The first thing I thought was, oh, Kanye might be involved or there's a little bit of a Kanye DNA here because right. it kind of has a similar shape to the Yeezy slides. Mm. And then, you know, Kanye likes to do the, the texture stuff on his shoes, right? But so also, on the 350s, you got the that sole that has the, um, you know, texture on it. Even the wave, the foam runners, he kind of has that. So when you saw this slide, and it's not necessarily a Yeezy slide, but it's from Adidas. I felt like, hey, this is Kanye or his team who gave an idea that to Adidas, basically to be on some, hey, this is a shoe that you can sell at, you know, regular prices and be available and still give the consumer a Yeezy feel. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. But 
but because I mean, I feel like yo with with Jordans, like that's where you get the team Jordans. So that's you know they gotta have a shoe that you know every shoe in the world can't be some hype unattainable shoe. You gotta yeah. have something that's gonna be at the at right the, the, the outlets yeah. and things like that. And that's what the dominant style is. So that's that's just what I figured, right? Yeah, um, but apparently thinking, not. You know, yeah. I was thinking, you know, he's also stepping into NFTs and things like that. Right. You know I mean? So it's just like it makes sense that he might actually, you know, get into fashion, doing fashion type of, uh, you know, it, it looked like something like he was, you know, old NFT idea. You feel me? That like you just kind of like threw it out there, but also just something like, you know, he was like, "Hey, this is something that's unique." I don't think anybody's really did this or doing this. You know, try it out and see how people react to it. And I feel right. like, you know, like you say, it's not a bad idea because it's like it's allowing everybody at, uh, you know, consumer, a very first level consumer level to be able to purchase this. And Is this the Adidas Adelaide? Hmm? Is that the what Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, the Adelaide. 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 So, yeah, yeah. so, so, so the, con- the, the Kanye is on here on Stadium Goods is 195, it says. Right. And then these Adelettes, they got them on on. Ranging from ninety four to sixty five bucks, so yeah, like they, you know, exactly right, something a little, a little cheaper, more accessible, yeah, level, yeah. something that's gonna restock a lot more. You know, have way more pairs out there. Like I'm, I, I'm not mad at it. I, I mean, I wasn't mad at it. Um, but yeah, man, Kanye basically was just like, yo, this is yay. Like, look at Adidas, man. They made a, they made a whole fake sneaker, and this is from Adidas. So he was like, yo, get somebody on the phone. If I was Adidas, it would just be like, hey, all right, we'll give you 5% of this shoe. Or, or you know, give them some royalties. That's, That's what it. I thought it was in, in the first place. You know, I just yeah, thought it was... like It's like they kind of, it's like I do get the sense that they is trying to eat off of his, his market and his, right. uh, his, his brand, in a sense, because it's just like, you know, when you see those type of designs, you automatically think Kanye, you feel me? 100%. Let's be real. Let's be real. I mean, at like, point, I got, I got like, the Adidas. It's like when you see yeah. the really minimalistic and abstract shit, you wouldn't think Kanye in fashion now at this point. I mean, just 100% you think Kanye when you look at these, bro. And like you said, just give him like 5% or something, man. I mean, it's and if anything, it's free marketing for him, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know. At this point, put Yeezy on the side of the motherfucker. Right, right. Hey, you know. man, but, but look, this that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I got the Adidas confirmed app. I go for I go for drops and things like that. But I'm gonna be real. Like most of the time, like look at look at like compared to Nike, right? Compared to Nike, you'll I'll go for Jordans, I'll go for Dunks, I'll go for Air Force Ones. Like there's a number of of sneakers that I go for. Right. Um, with Adidas on the confirmed app. The most I'm going for is Yeezys. I'm not gonna lie. Like it'll be Yeah, bro. It'll be the Yeezy Foam Runner or the Yeezy Wave Runner or or the Yeezy this. But other than that, I'm not really opening up my phone to check the latest Adidas, Adidas drops. Have, yeah. had, look, the last like, Adidas like, yeah. shoe that I really like that wasn't Yeezy was this um the Towelie collaboration. I mean, so they they made um yeah, because they got uh, they, they had the it. they had the top they, they had the you know Towelie from um from Valley. South Park or oh, South Park yeah, yeah. Mm. so they, they had the eyes on like a on like a regular like Adidas uh classic shoe or something 
Hey, shout and out to South Park, Colorado. When, when you, you put the it? eyes in the sun, <laughs> when you put the eyes in the sun, the eyes would turn red. Wow. So, like, that was the one Adidas shoe that wasn't, you know, a Yeezy that I was really going for. So you got to think about it. Adidas is probably peeping that, right? Like, mm-hmm. yo, we're doing well. People are going crazy, but they're only going crazy for Yeezy. We need some fans of regular Adidas. Yeah, they like, they like, they ain't gonna keep paying Kanye all this money. They made him a billion. Hey, hey, but you know what? Look, you know what? look every time they gave him, like, every time they give him, uh, every look. By the time he hit a billion, you saw how crazy he started acting in the media. They're like, yo, he's approaching two billion. Cut him off. He's he's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Cut him off, bro. And hey, we got the hey, we got the we hey, we got the cut him off. You know? Cut him off. But you know you what? He's trying to get Larry Hoover out of there. Please, somebody. <laughs> I mean, have all the guys, all the guys gonna start wearing Adidas. You try to hey. free the guys. Cut free the guys. Don't give them no more Adidas money. Right. No more Adidas right. money. Slow no this down. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm on the Adidas. I'm on the Adidas app right now, man. They got some decent right. prices. And, 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 and but you're 100 correct, bro. I've I've had in the back of my head that I want to grab a pair of shell toes for like the past 10 years, and I ain't never right. bought no pair. And, and never I, just jumped. Right, right. But I got some Kanye shell toes. But I got some Yeezys. Crazy, right? I got some Yeezys though. Come on, fam. You know how I go. Adidas, look at that. Go look at this. Gonna be upset. Hey, but you know what? It's the truth, though, bro. Look, look, look. Hey, look what the Jordan brand has done for Nike. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, look at the Jordan brand is done for Nike. Look at what Jay Z and them do. That's why they doing all these fucking collab shit, Gucci and shit. You feel me? Yeah. Right. Right. They trying to revamp the brand. You know they. Right. And look at Puma, bro. Look at Puma. Nipsey Hustle. Get back with Adidas. Yeah. Nipsey Hustle and and Jay Z and them. Look what they did for Puma, bro. I got. I just bought some Puma shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't thinking about buying Puma before that. Right. Like you know, I mean, it's it's, it's they, they they gotta realize, man, that you know this the culture is us. You know, the culture is us, and 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 I know Kanye's a wild card, but shit, people like a wild card. He's entertaining, yeah. and that's what it's about. I feel like they probably gotta come out with a. I don't know. It's like I don't know. They probably gotta do some more different. I don't even know how. It's like I would say. I would say. I would say. Um. You know, just really, really dive into the culture, man, and, and really, really get some names out there. I mean, Kanye is, of course, bring back one of the biggest team. guys in culture. They got to bring bro. back. Kanye is probably the biggest force, so they got he's him. So force. that's a win. But if they want to diversify, then, yeah, I mean, sh- like, I mean, someone they like Pharrell, they got, they got Beyonce, right? And she does her thing, and, and it sells out. Um, but to me, it, it's not necessarily the same, right? Because someone like Kanye, you feel that he's actually in there designing the shoe and things like that. So Beyonce, yeah, I, I still feel it. like yeah, that's her name, right? Someone like Pharrell, he's a he's a fashion guy. They got Pharrell. But to me, Pharrell's still too nonchalant. You know, he's not like Kanye who's making all this noise and shit. So people like Pharrell. He's always going to sell his shoes. But I, I will you, say Nike, right? They just worked with uh, Tom Sachs again. So when I when I say that Tom Sachs is someone who's had a legendary sneaker, the Mars Yard, and he just released another one recently that, you know, I ended up winning a raffle for. And um, 
this Tom Sachs dude, I guess he works with NASA or he used to work with NASA. So a lot of his stuff is like scientist base and things like that. And the shoe that he just released is mad regular, super regular. But <laughs> regular, regular. I'm talking about it went crazy. Like people, people are trying to pay a thousand dollars for it just because his last shoe had resale value. That's so crazy. to me, I was like, okay, I get a lot of these hype sneakers out here. You like them because of the design. This design isn't bad, but it's not different than anything else that you would go to the mall and get. So, yeah. like to me, this one is definitely driving. You know, the the hype is driving because of the collaboration, not just because oh, this is a dope collaboration. It's a cool product. It's a dope look, but it's solely because this guy's history with Nike. Like his other shoes is going for like ten grand and shit like that. So to me. Adidas needs to go in the archives and start pulling shit like that out because I could say the name Tom Saxon. Most of us right now is like, okay, who is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. but all it took was all it took was probably like a, a quick Google search for all these new sneaker heads out here to be on some, oh, I gotta have. But you just found out who this guy was like last week. What you right. mean you gotta have a Tom? Right. But it's because of that shit he got. And I'm sure Adidas has a bunch of those people, you know? Yeah, you know uh, what? And it's crazy because Adidas has been around for so long, right? Exactly. But, but, but Jordan out here on the promotion, on the working with the coach right. shit is killing them, man. They now, got see, talent. I was about to say, they I got was about it. to say uh, Andre Agassi, but I'm pretty sure he was a Nike athlete. But, right. but that's what I'm saying. Adidas needs to go back in the past and be like, yo, because Stan Smith, those are always, always dope. But, like, they got to go pull out some, like, tennis player that used to go crazy in the 80s and then just have them drop a new sneaker like dig into their history or something like that well, I, the only reason i wanted some shell toes bro was run dmc bro i don't right. know they need, a, they need to <laughs> run dmc up or something and be like yo let's get a let's get a 20th edition pack or something like that but yeah, yeah man because because nike be killing adidas with the with the uh i would say Lads. the culture with the yeah, yeah the culture and, and the the type of collabs that they do it's not just yeah. like this is a celebrity it'll be like yo this is someone who worked with nike in 1985 and we're finally yeah. bringing them back yeah. and and people will just force themselves to be like oh this is history they probably never even heard of buddy from 1985 but they'll be like damn this is it like i fucking <laughs> love this shit <laughs> hey, i'm on i'm on adidas uh website man and everything's on sale bro Right. 20, 20 bucks, 19 bucks. Right. I'm like, damn, y'all. y'all I ain't trying, trying to shit on them. I ain't trying to shit on them. But hey, hey, we ain't shitting on them. We just saying that, you know, you're an iconic brand. You need your marketers and your branding managers. Right. Need right. Need you shit. They need to do right. something different, bro. Y'all need to get a little baby or something. You know what I'm saying? Get somebody a right. shoe deal, bro. Right, for real, y'all need to spend some money. Let me play. Let me play Kanye at the end of this episode. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe highlights or something like that. I've been playing Life of Pablo recently. Hey man, it's the card. That's what we do. It's the card, man. Episode (laughs) seventy three. Hey, come on, man. All right, hold on. Word. Can't even find the Yeezy at the end, baby. Right. Tell my baby I'm back in town Tell everybody I'm back in town Tell my baby I'm back in town We only making the highlights Tell her mama, tell her mama that I only want my whole life to hold 
we ain't love the same bitch Yeah, ain't matter, hit it first Only problem is I'm rich uh. 21 Grammys, Superstar family We the new Jackson, so I'm about that action I'm about that fair kind, life is a marathon I'ma shit the paradigm, I'ma turn up every time I'ma bust the coach's head open on some ditty shit If he ever talk to my son like an idiot One time for a nigga really getting it Two times cause we got the whole city lit Advice for all my niggas and pregnant Bridget So when she have a baby, she gon' make another nigga Got the food of Islam in the trenches, huh? Even though they know Jesus is a Christian, huh? Spent a whole check on some Christians And that girl ain't even religious Walking, living, breathing, God, you know my past well Hard to believe in, God, your nigga got killed Black China fucking robbed, helped him with the weight I wish my trainer would tell me what I overate So when I'm on vacation, I need to kick back huh? What you want? Wanna boss over R&B nigga with a six pack? I need to know right now if you a freak or not I need every bad bitch up at Equinox I need to know right now if you a freak or not I need every bad bitch up at Equinox I wanna know right now if you a freak or not I need every bad bitch up at Equinox I wanna know right now if you a freak or not Oh Lord Oh na 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 Oh Lord Oh na 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 I need every bad bitch up at Equinox I wanna know if you're freaking out. Bad bitch, I'm a Nico now. I wanna know if you're freaking out. Oh, Lord.